Welcome to Evening Coffee. My name's DJ Kronk, and today I have a special guest. I have LA native musician Jack Symes. He's a folk artist who debuted, who debuted his first album, Songs for Moms, in 2019, and he's here today to talk about his brand new album, Tompkins Park. So, welcome to the show, Jack. Hey, thanks for having me. DJ Kronk, that's a good name. Thank you, thank you. So, because because my radio show is called Evening Coffee, I always ask my guests first, "What is your favorite coffee beverage?" If you do drink coffee, um, yeah, I normally will wake up uh, most mornings and make a big pot of like medium roast coffee, uh, and then we'll get a cappuccino with oat milk because I'm that kind of guy uh a little bit later in the morning Mm -hmm. that sounds good uh i love (laughs) i love a good cappuccino i rarely get like cappuccinos but whenever i do it's always very satisfying there it's a very underrated beverage i feel like yeah i don't know when i started drinking them i definitely didn't drink them at all in college i don't think but yeah i i don't like having too much milk but i do like a little bit like, I don't want just an espresso because I enjoyed having something to drink for a larger amount of time. Yeah, no, it completely makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I first want to ask you if you can... I know you originally started playing music, I know, in your youth, but you also started playing it a lot. I know mainly at this uh, summer camp that you worked at, mainly because I have my friend and past roommate who had you as a camp counselor there. And that's how I, that's how he shared his, uh, shared your music to me. So I first want to ask, like, how did like working at a summer camp, playing like music at a summer camp influence like your first album, Songs for Moms? Whoa. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how much uh like playing at the camp influenced the album but it definitely i would have most likely never have made a first album if it wasn't for uh working at that camp the the first experience i ever had recording my music uh was through a camper who saw me playing a song with another counselor uh this girl Brittany hansen um and the camper asked afterwards, she's like, where can I listen to that? And I was like, uh, like nowhere, because we're in college and I don't know how to do that. And like, I can't pay to go to a studio. And so she was, she said she had a friend that ran a studio in Oakland and she wanted to put us up for a few hours. So we went in uh, that following fall, went in for like three hours, recorded a few songs and and I'm like looking back on them is almost impossible to listen to, <laughs> but, but that was kind of, that opened the, the door to the potential, uh, of wanting to do that. I guess it just, it was a big introduction. Uh, and her name was Cecilia and I've actually tried to find her like online and get in touch just to like thank her for that. And I can't, I can't find her information anywhere, which oh, sucks. No. So, Cecilia, if you're somehow listening to this, thank you. Well, props to Cecilia. Uh, how long did you work at that summer camp? I worked there for three summers. Um, and it was called uh, Lair of the Bears up in the Sierra Nevadas. And I was the 
I was on the maintenance crew for the first summer, uh, which is like cleaning the bathrooms and doing the dishes. Um, and I was the music director the second summer. And then the third summer, uh, I was the head of maintenance. So back to the bathrooms and dishes. Mm-hmm. Nice, My choice. Nice. That was the best. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Was it just... I, why why was maintenance the best or was that just sarcastic <laughs> no it was it was fun because the music director job was by yourself it was all like you didn't have a, a crew or anything so it was great to play guitar all day and, and sing songs with campers and give lessons and stuff that was awesome and putting on the shows but I just was felt kind of lonely a lot of times it's like I'm way I, I think I'd like to be on the crew and be hanging out with friends all day doing doing big group stuff yeah well that definitely makes sense so i want to ask like when you were a music director did you have like a go-to cover song because i remember when i was at summer camp the big song for me was like big yellow taxi so i was wondering if you have (laughs) a cover song that's similar um hmm you know i don't know we had a song book so People would always be shouting at songs. We'd have to do. We I'd have to play Wagon Wheel all the time. Um, but eventually, I kind of made a rule. It's like there's not. This is a great song, a classic. But I was like, we're no Wagon Wheel tonight. Like we're gonna <laughs> we'll just do some other stuff. Um, I feel like the most memorable song that we used to do often was Brittany and I would sing "Dearly Departed" by Shaky Graves a lot. Um, and people seem to really enjoy that one. That was a good time. That's cool. That's cool. Wagon wheel was like your stairway to heaven, basically. Essentially. <laughs> the it's song like, I'm just like, it's always played. Yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore, but we played some awesome songs up there. We did space oddity. By David Bowie did, uh, can't you see by Marshall Tucker band heart of gold. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was pretty flexible. It's just kind of like whatever songs we wanted to learn and play, we could do. And luckily, they were all good songs, so people liked them. Gotcha. So now, like switching over to talking about your new album, Tomkin Park. Um, so it's named after the public park in like East Village of Manhattan. And I just want to ask, out of all of like the public parks in New York City, which there are a lot of them what was like special enough about this park to like name your album off of it yeah so when i i moved when i moved to new york i uh moved in i well i put i left all my stuff in my buddy's place um in greenpoint in brooklyn and uh i was crashing on his couch kind of for the summer uh it was incredibly incredibly nice of him but i was staying at my girlfriend's place most of the time and she lived in the east village on um uh, 7th street east 7th and that is across the street from Tompkins square park so most days i was coming off of like a month-long tour and i was like you know i think i'm just gonna chill and like walk around the city and read and drink a lot of coffee and write a bunch and just like get to know the city um but I mean, what ended up happening was I would wake up at her apartment. She would go to work. I would feel weird about being in her apartment by myself. So I would leave, go across the street to the park and just kind of 
spend like most of my days at Tompkins Square Park just sitting there and writing and getting anxious and drinking more coffee and <laughs> just I, I don't deal well when those like periods of not doing anything kind of just like drifting I'm really bad at it um so it was just kind of like my uh that was kind of my home base in a weird way gotcha so your music does seem to be like heavily influenced by location at least to me um because songs for moms was written like mainly i'm guessing in pasadena if i'm correct in california uh songs for moms was kind of a collection of songs that i started writing in college uh in berkeley and uh berkeley california and then definitely some songs written Mm -hmm. in in, uh, pasadena la as well there's a much more intimate tone to like songs for moms and uh but Tomskins park uh, it features like tracks about Illinois, New York, and also California as well. And it's both like, it's a both like grander sound and just like grander in scale in the fact that you're talking about all these places in like the continental US. And so I just wanted to ask like, how does the atmosphere of where you're writing music like affect how the music turns out? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't. I don't know. You know, I think um, what's funny about that is, I mean, the Tompkins Park, which is a song off this new album, that was written at a bar across the street from Tompkins Park. Uh, Illinois was written, I think, in California, kind of reminiscing more on on some time spent in Illinois. Um, And there's other California mentions, like in the Jim Jones song, um and the what a wonderful party is definitely rooted in some some Pasadena uh political nonsense um so yeah you, you know I don't I'm not quite sure I, I couldn't say I couldn't say yeah I can't I can't cohesively answer that question I don't think or like I can't strongly answer that but that's something maybe for me to go listen back to these songs be like why did this song turn out like it did I think there's a different maybe level of of romance or kind of uh, a, a new subject matter and maybe styles of writing that come with being in new places or even thinking about new places um so yeah gotcha gotcha so i do want to also ask just because of the time we're living in i don't know exactly the time frame of like how when the album was written i just want to ask was any of this album written during quarantine at all uh one song uh i need to be alone which is the second song on the album and um the second single that i released um, leading up to the album drop. I wrote that song during the quarantine, like the initial, it must have been like the second month of, so like April 2020. Um, and it was like in that little period of time where if you go outside, it feels like a total ghost town. Like people were scared to walk their dogs or like kids weren't a lot, kids weren't playing 
in the, on the sidewalk or on the street and like you barely heard cars even because people were spooked to go to the grocery store um and i was sitting on my uh my my parents patio and this is kind of a place that i had spent countless hours writing and reading and playing guitar um from when i was living with them and it was just so quiet out and for some reason i was just started noticing a lot of these little details um from about the patio that i'd never really taken the time to uh, like log before and uh, i wrote a poem which i also very very rarely do and the poem was just kind of talking about how i enjoy being alone and uh how i like need to i, I need that sometimes and I remember my friend uh, Sarah Callender telling me once, she's like, I really enjoy, uh, or I need my time with friends to enjoy my time by myself. And I also like need my time by myself to enjoy my time being with friends. It's kind of not quite introvert, not quite extrovert, just some kind of mix of the two. Um, and the poem ended with the line, I need to be alone. And then I just kind of jumped right into writing that song. Uh, I think one of those songs that just kind of came out of nowhere and, and was done like 20 minutes later. Um, and then I went, this is during the process of recording the album. Um, so went back into the studio like the next day or a couple days later and I'm like, cool, let's just, let's get it down and just slowly built it out from there. Mm-hmm. That's definitely been one of my favorite uh, new singles that's been released. That was released before the album came out, and definitely makes the one that makes the most sense. I was written during quarantine, so that's interesting to know. Um, another question I want to ask. This is a big question, so like, if you don't have an answer, totally fine. <laughs> but um, since you have like spent a lot of time now, like living in New York, and in the final track. Um, it's, I think it's called Good Morning New York. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Good Morning New York City. Good Morning New York City. You also talk about like your relationship with California in it a bit. So I want to ask, like, how has your relationship with California like changed as you spent more time in like places like New York, living there? Because it seems like it kind of like influences the album a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. That's a, that's another great question. Um, I think I, in my time living in New York, I've loved New York so much. And it's such a, people always ask like, which do you like more like LA or New York? It's like, they're so radically different that I'd rather just not even compare them in that way. Um, but the style of living in New York was so unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. Um, and I'd learned so much and just found a new home there and it'll always be considered home in some way. Um, but in this, that same way, I think I've also realized a lot of things that I love and desire about California. Um, just being, where I was raised and I went to college in Northern California and I've been able to see so many different parts of California in my life and um, definitely missed it a lot 
more so recently than earlier on, I think. Um, but, but yeah, that song, Good Morning New York City, I actually wrote before I moved to New York. And it's not so much about the city itself. Um, it's kind of more like a, a writing... I, I don't really know what word you'd use to describe it, but New York City in that song is uh, representative of a, a person rather than the actual city itself. Um, so someone asked me that recently and I was like, oh man, that's, that's so funny. And uh, yeah, I wrote that before I even lived in New York. <laughs> so um, yeah, I love them both. I love them both a lot. Super different. And I think I'm, I'm actually moving back to LA later this year. Um, but I'm very excited about the idea of always being able to visit New York and be able to sit right back into that style of living uh, on the drop of a dime. Yeah, that sounds really cool. That's that's really interesting. Uh, and I just want to ask also, like, other than, like, locations, um, what else, like, inspired this album? Yeah, the the, the album is... I think, you know, I, I've never gone into a writing period being like, I want it to all fall under this kind of umbrella theme or motif or anything like that. Um, it's kind of, that has kind of presented itself more at the end or during the recording process or after the recording process and been like, oh, whoa, I guess there is kind of a theme here. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, and I think that a lot of the album is kind of rooted in or inspired by these feelings of anxiety and, and some insecurity there, which uh, was kind of a new thing for me. Um, I think moving to New York especially, maybe more so than any other city in America, will just like kind of really overwhelm you. And there's just so much going on that it, it can almost feel like it's impossible to catch up or to like find your spot there until all of a sudden you click, it clicks and you're like, oh, that's right. Like everyone here is, is doing their own thing and it doesn't really, like it doesn't really matter. It's all good. Um, but a lot of these songs were written in those first like six months of living in New York. Um, and others were, were written away from New York or inspired by maybe feelings that were located in New York or experienced in, in New York. Um, but there's also a couple songs that are older, um, from written before the time of even, uh, entertaining the idea of, of even like visiting. New York, like why, why not? Which is on there twice. There's the the full band version in the middle of the record and the acoustic version at the end. I wrote that song in college, um, and it was a song that I'd always wanted to properly record, um, and I kind of figured it, it fit in. It, it fit in with the rest of the tunes, so we threw it in there as well. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't know. I think there's a ton of different tons of different inspirations on the album, but I'd say that is kind of like the overarching uh, theme that has creeped its way into most all the songs. 
Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, kind of the second last question I have right now is uh, what musicians like inspired sort of this like last album? Because there's a lot more of a variety of sounds in this new album. So I was wondering if you were listening to like more different artists to get inspiration for it. Yeah, not not that I can remember, oddly. Um, I know there's when we were recording what a wonderful party we definitely kind of leaned into the sergeant peppers type energy uh so there's some beetles there um i I really don't remember (laughs) honestly like what i was listening to at the time um i feel like i wasn't listening to much um but there is definitely some new instrumentation on it um there's a lot of uh, kind of synth pads on there, some more kind of bigger washed reverbs and kind of dreamy sounds because um, we definitely wanted to create a wider sonic atmosphere um, in contrast to Songs for Moms. That's all pretty straightforward, somewhat dry uh, arrangements there. Um so yeah, it was a lot of experimenting because it was in this time that we, we were recording these songs in the quarantine phase of the pandemic. So we just had nothing but time. We It was just like getting in the studio at 2, 2 p.m. maybe and then staying until like 2 or 3 a.m. And just going idea, idea and tracking like everything we could think of. And then later going through and being like, oh, let's mute that, mute that, delete that, mute that. And then finishing with what what we got now um but i'm i'm i was super overwhelmed or not overwhelmed i think i was super drained and creatively exhausted after doing this album that i just went into like a full-fledged listening phase of like conscious listening and i'm really excited for this next uh writing period to kind of hone in on on potentially a I'm sure the next album will be a, a departure from from this recent one uh, in some way what what way I'm not really sure uh, but like Kevin Morby's Sundowner was very inspiring to me this last year I had a big George Harrison phase uh, and Derek and the Dominoes so listening to a lot of that kind of early 70s rock folk rock um We'll see. We'll see what what what's next. But uh, I'm I'm really happy with how we executed uh, our goals on on this most recent album. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I really want to finish out by asking you. Now that it seems like we're kind of nearing somewhat of an end to this pandemic, or at least like the return of live music is kind of approaching it's definitely more uh closer than further at this point i want to ask you what venue are you most looking looking forward to playing at again once this pandemic ends hmm i i mean this is this would be a venue that it wouldn't be in again essentially what happened was when the world shut down on march 13th i think it was whatever right around there um 
I happened to be in California rehearsing with my band for uh, a couple shows that we were going to play. One at Moroccan Lounge in L.A. And then uh, we had the Friday night headline at Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. And the world stopped the morning of the L.A. show. So both shows were canceled. Um, and, you know, we had like 600, 700 tickets sold to Great American Music Hall. It's, I mean, I've been there. Just, I've been so many shows there during college. Um I think it's just such an amazing, beautiful venue. And we had a eight piece band lined up for the whole set. We had my, my cousin, who's a, an incredible drag queen up in Portland was flying down to open up the show, <laughs> Peachy Springs. Um, and we didn't get to make it happen. So I think w- once we do return to that normalcy, I'm really, really looking forward to making that show what it was going to be and maybe more who knows um yeah i'm just looking forward to getting back to the bay I've, this is the longest i've been in, in not visiting san francisco uh in the east bay and since i started college so miss a lot of friends up there miss playing for them and getting to do the thing up there mm-hmm. well i definitely hope you get to like to return back to live music soon and i definitely hope you get to like do that show again because that sounds absolutely awesome (laughs) and i just want to say thank you so much for coming on to evening coffee talking with kvx about this new album i'm really uh i really love it and i know like listeners are gonna love it too so just like yeah thank you so much yeah thanks thanks man really appreciate you uh asking me to come on